Susan had just finished running the diagnostics on the escape pods when the catastrophe happened. The abruptness of the event had left her in shock. One minute she was in disbelief, and the next the reality of it all had broken through the numbness and threw her mind into hyper-awareness. The reality of being the lone survivor of the expedition had not yet fully sunk into her consciousness. That would come later, after the immediate need for survival had been met. The mission was paramount, and it was all she could think about all those years ago. Its purpose was to change everything for the better, now that we had the ability to explore beyond our own solar system. The project was made possible by the new suspended animation chambers. The breakthrough in suspended animation was an important one, as humanity had yet to conquer the problem of how much time it took to traverse the great distances in space. Space travel would not be conquered by speed alone. The fastest we'd managed to go until that day was one-third the speed of light, which was simply not fast enough. It would quite literally take mankind untold years to get another system with that speed, and we didn't have the luxury of that many years. Susan remembered how all her crewmates were tested in the suspended animation chambers, and each one had lasted a week with no ill effects. When Susan had woken up all those years ago, she just felt like she'd had a short nap, which was pretty much how everyone else described it. The trip itself into deep space had taken 12 years, and the computer was programmed to wake up the entire crew at a preset time. After the onboard computer completed a medical review, each member was assigned tasks. The captain had assigned Susan to check out the emergency escape pods and to make sure that each suspended animation chamber within them was in good working order. There were six pods in total, one for each crew member. Susan was checking out the last one and looking forward to her first meal and a cup of coffee with the rest of the crew when the event happened. She suddenly felt a tremendous jolt that knocked her off her feet. The deck she crawled over, reaching to grab a handhold, shuddered beneath her. She'd heard the screams echoing through the speakers on the control panel, but had no idea what had happened. Sounds of metal on metal overwhelmed the screaming and discordant shouts, and by the time she'd managed to pull her body to an upright position, it was suddenly quiet. She heard nothing but silence. She turned and rushed out of the pod to find that the door leading to the main part of the ship had automatically closed and she couldn't open it. She quickly pressed the communications button at the side of the door to ask what had happened, but received no reply. Shouting repeatedly, she waited for an answer, but none of the crew replied. Running back into the escape pod, she made her way to the front control panel and seating area to look out the window. She let out a gasp as she saw the body of a crew member floating off into space. The area around the body was filled with debris, some floating alongside, but the vast majority drifting away from her. What the hell happened? she thought desperately. Shocked, she stood there, unable to believe what she was seeing, until the reality of the situation penetrated the fog in her mind and suddenly slammed into her consciousness. Survivors. Perhaps there were others, and until now she hadn't thought to ask the computer, but she quickly rectified that by powering up the computer and asking for a report. There has been a breach in the main section of the ship, caused by micrometeorites in the dust cloud we just passed through. All crew members have been lost, with the exception of you, it said emotionlessly. Susan sat down heavily on the one and only chair and just started to cry. All that way for nothing, she thought.
Still trying to grasp the entirety of the situation, she then asked the computer if the ship was salvageable. No, your only option is to leave the immediate area via an escape pod and utilize the suspended animation chamber until rescue arrives, it replied. Susan could see planets in the faint distance, but without the proper equipment, she had no way of knowing if they were habitable. The tests to find out were not scheduled to happen until the following day, but now it was too late. The escape pods were only equipped with short-term supplies of food and oxygen, a distress beacon that transmitted automatically, and the suspended animation chamber. Susan felt trapped and extremely angry. She was angry that they could get so far just to fail so easily. It didn't seem right somehow. She didn't want to leave what was left of the ship behind, but she knew she couldn't stay. In the end, she started to get everything ready to leave. She went out into the corridor once she was ready to go and said a few words of prayer for her lost crewmates.